All right, it's time for another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. <laughs> I'm Zoner. And I'm Colin. And Colin, I'm so glad that you're back with us this week. Thank you. It's so nice to be back. Yeah, you know, it's tough. You've had a rough go, you know. There's been much know. death in you. Mashed Colin, uh, death by sweater. It's, yeah, it's that been terrible. Christmas sweater got you, but then, you know, the the potatoers, they decided to mash you. <sighs> Those taters. I was so delicious, but one. so dangerous. That that was good. I was proud of that dad joke. Yeah, that was great. That was great. And you know, the dad jokes come when you've got as many children as I do. <laughs> the army. I've got enough for a basketball team, man. Sure do. And a sixth man. We oh. have a. We've got a bench. <laughs> but welcome. So it's been a busy week. Disney Plus launched. And I got to say, when it launched, I had every intention of just laying in bed and watching TV until as late as possible when I had to go to work. I was even going to forgo hygiene that day and just watch Disney (laughs) Plus. Just skip the shower. The last thing anyone needs is a stinky zoner. Well, you know, I sit in my office all day by myself. Nobody sees me. Well, hopefully you open a window at least. And that, uh, yeah, I probably should, but you know, I can sit here and fart or whatever. Nobody's going to be bugged by it, but nobody could connect. It's like, what the heck, man? Netflix or not Netflix, Disney. What are you doing? All right. I'm going to shut you down right there because that is the attitude that everyone else has. And it's pissing me off because people don't understand QA testing. They don't understand that. You can't figure out how to test multiple devices and over 10 million users on at once. You can't factor that in. I can figure that out because I used to do testing for a living. Yeah, but you don't have 10 million of those devices on. You have something that tries to simulate it. Yes. You can never you can never get an exact score of it. I'm I'm sure that there were several QAs that, that your that your company did that you were with for those that probably had some bumpy launches still because they weren't able to factor in each individual user what was going on on their systems and what was going inbound and outbound. We did a a few tests for video games and things like that, MMOs. And yeah, those tests were always absolute disasters because of connectivity. And you're exactly right. You can't really prepare. I mean, you can do as much as you can, but you don't know what you don't know. And I get the fact, I, I fully expected, and I said this on the last show, I fully expected that this was going to have some bumps to it because you can't launch a service like this that's had as much hype as it's had for as long as it's had without everybody jumping on. And you just mentioned here, 
you know, they had 10 million users at the end of day one. That is insane. CBS All Access and Showtime Streaming combined have 8 million users, and it took five years to get there. Well, I'm sure this is a world record for for as many individuals trying to access a single service all at once. It, it's got to have set some kind of record for that. It probably did. But, you know, if you're, a, if you're an online gamer, this is nothing new. Because this happens, you know, all the time when a new game is launched and online. You <laughs> yeah, see- take Treyarch, for instance. Every, every single Black Ops uh, release that they have. Yeah. It's always having some kind of an issue. I remember probably close to uh, eight years ago. Can't remember what Call of Duty dropped. I, it was actually probably Black Ops Two, but the the servers were completely trashed for the first two days. You couldn't even play. It was oh, just yeah. so glitchy and so all over the place. You can't have a perfect launch. I don't care what you say. In the world of IT, no matter what you do and what you prepare for, there's going to be something that will go wrong. Oh yeah, and. When you think of all the big things going on, it's sometimes hard to to even get the little things that just kind of slip through the cracks. And so I'm sure there's some some things with that. I'm sure they're having issues with some of their load balancers and trying to juggle all this traffic and trying to figure out the best way to deal with that. There's several devices that just don't work, don't connect because they've had numerous issues. And so they've just said, nope, not going to do this right now. We'll troubleshoot and we'll figure that out later. Now, I will say this, and I got to give them props for this. By the time that I practiced my hygiene for that day <laughs> and, <laughs> and got down to my office, I was actually able to connect. I was able to update my profile. I was able to add profiles. I was able to do all this stuff that I couldn't do just an hour or two earlier. And so the problems that I was seeing at least, and I don't know how this goes for others, but at least the problems that I saw were gone by probably nine o'clock, eight o'clock central time that day, which you got to give them a ton of credit for. And you're exactly right there, Colin. You cannot have a perfect launch, but I think considering the scale of this, it was it was about as close to perfect as one could hope for. Considering, considering the amount of traffic, spot on. I, I feel like they had a, a pretty successful launch. There's definitely still some issues out there. For instance, there's a... There's an error code 83 that's going around a lot. And it's kind of just a general blanket error that they have. But when you try to log in, it won't even let you enter your password. It just stops right there. Okay. If if you reboot your router, sometimes that fixes that issue. If you're on a mobile device and you're on your Wi-Fi, disconnect from your Wi-Fi. And then try to log in via your 4G connection and then sign back onto your Wi-Fi and it should just work. Nice. Yeah, I haven't seen any problem. In fact, that night 
my family decided, okay, I mean, I've got two little girls. They pretty much have been watching Disney Plus nonstop for since the launch. I mean, that's what they're doing. My son, my nine-year-old, he's watching it nonstop. They're having a good time with it. They're loving it. I have watched The Mandalorian, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And we started as a family watching the live action Lady and the Tramp. Now, this is something, and I've talked about this, I I had concerns over. I did not like the CGI. And having watched it, yeah, still not a fan of the CGI. However... Did you like the movie in general? Because I've heard a lot of people say that within the first five minutes, they're like, eh, not worth my time. Um... We haven't finished it because I had to go and take my kids to school or something. I can't remember what happened. So we've still got probably half an hour left. But what I saw of it, I mean, it's it's like the movie from the 50s or whenever it came out, 60s, 50s, 60s. There are some changes. There are some things that I didn't like that they changed, but it w- it was good. I mean, it was Lady and the Tramp. There's not a lot that they could really do wrong with it. Okay. Other than the CGI, in my opinion. But, I mean, it's it's fine. It's probably... I think that it was smart that they did not release it in the theaters. Because I don't know that it's that caliber of a movie. Yeah. I don't know how it compares with The Lion King that came out earlier this year. But... It's definitely better than like a direct-to-video. It's we're not talking like Return of Jafar crap here. It's better than that, but it's not it it's not theater caliber, I would say. Okay. But it's it's fine. If if you like Lady and the Tramp, if you want something just fun to watch that you don't need to really pay attention to, it's good. There's some things, like I said, that they've done, some changes and whatnot that they made that Kind of irritated me, but that's probably more of a me issue than a Disney issue. That's a, that's a personal preference type deal. But yeah, I mean, I think it was a, I think it was a pretty good launch. I can't really complain. I would love to sit here and just say, oh man, Disney, what have you done? But after the first couple of hours, I think that the majority of people were probably able to get on and and get going. Yeah, and I mean, it's a smooth design. The layout is super, super easy. The uh, the watch lists are pretty great. They don't have your your typical rating system like Netflix does. It's It's basically just either add it to your queue or hit play. Yeah. Which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. I, I, that works for me because I very rarely will rate stuff on Netflix anyways, so that's not yeah. a big deal. Now, it did automatically come up and start recommending things for me. Oh, did it? Um, And I was really curious on that because I was like, well, I haven't watched you yet. But I started going through and I was like, huh. These are ironically things that I would watch, all except for Dumbo. But like Star Wars, Clone Wars, Boy Meets World, Toy Story, 
Imagineering, Star Wars Rebels, which I'm really excited to actually be able to watch those now because I haven't been able to. Yeah, I've only seen, I think, the first season, maybe two seasons. So, yeah, yeah. I, I actually added them to my watch list. I'm curious if Shiloh LaBeouf is now getting uh, a bunch of kickbacks on uh, Even Stevens. Yeah, I saw that that was <laughs> if, there. If they have any kind of like royalties or anything involved in that. Oh, I'm Because sure if so, he's like, he's going to be set for a while now. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm sure you jumped right into the Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> uh, I I did not yet. Okay, but I'm I'm really excited for the show that they're creating. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. This is this not is, not because I don't not because I think she's attractive or anything like that. It's just you know high quality entertainment yeah, is what it is. That's exactly it. That's that's exactly <laughs> what it is. But how cool is it? Like they got most of the original cast back. That's cool. Yeah. So why and not? I mean, and it's her as a as a single lady, like hidden up the world. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> but I also, uh, so I've only watched two things so far. I've watched Mandalorian, and I've watched High School Musical: The Musical. Did you watch that? Yes. Why am I not surprised? I, I wanted to see how bad it was because it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> they're, they're making a movie about the movie or making a TV show about the movie. People wishing they were playing those characters. Yeah. Right. And now it's, it's basically like Glee. Which I never could bring myself to watch. That's how I'm putting this together. And there's this weird love triangle thing going on and the person who really isn't super talented in singing got the lead part which you know that's basically that troy character anyways zach efron wasn't like the greatest singer performer at least in my eyes i'm sure there will be other people who will correct me on that I've, I'm glad he did nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was actually pretty good. I've, I'll probably finish watching the series, but you know that's that's all right. You can you can like plan it so that after Bachelor comes on, you know, just slide right into High School Musical. Yeah, I I think Bachelor comes back on on the sixth of January. So yeah, just I don't know, watch some somewhere watch in that Bachelor <laughs> and then and then just jump right onto Disney Plus and you're perfect. good to go. That's like a, I'm, a I'm perfect estrogen filled evening for you. Oh, so great. <laughs> now I watched The Mandalorian. All right. Let's commit. No spoilers right now. No spoilers. All right. And I watched there's a new Toy Story short where Forky talks to Ham about money. <laughs> and then I watched a bunch of Mickey Mouse cartoons from like the 30s and 40s because that's just freaking awesome that those are there. But I got to say, The Mandalorian, Jean Favreau should just be doing all Star Wars from now on. Oh, yeah. They need to just bring him on and say, dude, you're in charge of Star Wars. You're our Kevin Feige for Star Wars. <laughs> 
Dude, those freaking graphics, oh, or cinematics, they were beautiful. Every shot was just out of a movie. It was fabulous. It was such a good show. I just, and I talked about this last week. I don't want to wait a week in between episodes. No, I want to watch it all. Okay, I didn't know that it was this whole week thing. So I watch. It's the first thing that I did on Disney Plus. I started playing that first episode, and then it ends, and I'm like, "All right, next episode. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go." Nothing. Yeah. And I was like, "No, they can't do this to me." And yet they did. I need to binge. I think that we've been so accustomed to being able to binge. Like I, I Netflix has ruined us. The next episode of Castle Rock today. And it's like, I've had to wait for a freaking week and a few days to watch this thing. I don't like that. This is not 1982. Yeah, it has made me more and more impatient in my life, I feel like. Oh, I completely agree with because you. Because I just want things right then and there. Yeah. I totally Which is agree. why I would much rather go to Best Buy and spend an extra $20 on an item that I could get at Amazon for $20 cheaper. Because I want it right then and there, and I want that justification. And see, the beautiful part about living in Dallas, same-day delivery. You suck. (laughs) I got to say, I take advantage of that. In fact, I probably abuse that. I take advantage of it so frequently. (laughs) Maybe someday our fulfillment center in Salt Lake will be that cool. Yeah, and I got to say, they'll do the same day on like orders of $35 or more. I will buy extra stuff <laughs> just to get me to that $35. Yeah, give me that package of crayons. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yes. oh man, you y'all sell beef jerky? Okay, I'll take this $14 bag <laughs> so that I can get my $22 switch. Why the heck not? Yeah, okay, it's insane. I don't know where they're going with it at the end of Mandalorian. I don't know what the character's going to do. I'm very interested. If he's the hard Mandalorian of Mandalorians, like, you know it's not going to end well for what's going on. Yeah, I just, I love Ugh. the fact that... When the series finishes, we should we need to have an episode just on that. We should. That's a great idea. I love the fact, though, that he's just kind of a kick-ass dude. He just, yeah. like... He doesn't care, and I mean, doesn't just care. Cold and it's chill. zero effort to to get anything. Like, and he's just racking up those coins. Like he he collected what, like six bounties, even before that episode. Like you just yeah, you just see these all the oh, carbonite, what call it? the carbonite, yeah. And it's just like what the. But you can definitely tell that bounty hunting since the empire has totally slowed down. Well, you know, bounty hunting is a complicated profession. It it definitely is. <laughs> and apparently, after the Empire just starts fading away, there's limited amounts of bounties. Because I bet you the Empire was probably fueling a bunch of those. Oh, yeah. And so it's it's interesting to, <laughs> to see that on, like, an economic... <laughs> kind of swing in the movie. 
to where you can see how things have changed from the rule of, you know, the Galactic Empire to this period of just, I wouldn't say peace, but as balanced as you can be in a real world, right? You know, it almost seems to me like it's the Wild West is what it is. Yeah. It, that That's really what it is. It's the Wild West. Except with giant worm monsters. This show feels like a freaking Western set in space. I mean, it's just, oh, Favreau has done a great job with it. So if you haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, you got to watch it. I'll probably go watch it again after this. I actually think <laughs> I might too. Uh, yeah. Uh, new episodes on Friday with that one. I think, in fact, all of the Disney new episodes will be coming out on Fridays. I think I saw that somewhere. But while we're talking about Star Wars, we have a new version of Star Wars A New Hope. And, of course, it was George Lucas who made the change. F you, George Lucas. (laughs) F you. Just leave the film alone. Yeah, I don't understand this one. Apparently, the change was made in 2012. Before he sold off everything to Disney for $4 billion or whatever it was. This is after Phantom Menace. After Phantom Menace. After all of that. What happens ties into Phantom Menace. Does it? Uh, Yeah, what Greedo says is a direct dialect from Phantom Menace. Oh, is that referencing the hoodies that Sebulba? Yep. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we've got an article up on the site. You can check it out if you want to know more about what we're saying. But basically, before Greedo has his face hit the table when Han shoots first, because Han shoots first, let's not make any mistake about that. Uh huh. Greedo shouts out the word McClunky. McClunky! I don't know why George Lucas feels the need to constantly tweak these movies. Yeah. And. Even more so. I don't know why Disney rolled with this. Yeah, it's super stupid. And, I mean, it's it's to the point, like, why not just release the actual original? I wanted this to be out of the vault, right? Yeah. Like, out of the vault from Lucasfilm, here is the absolute original. No edits, no special edition, like, just the pure, raw version with maybe just the enhanced graphics to be able to make it display well for um for 1080 and 4k you know yeah that's all i want i just want it to be crisper instead you got this mcclunky which apparently in hutsies it means i'll end you which is ironic as he's smoking with a hole in his chest uh-huh <laughs> which i get george lucas <laughs> trying to be funny but no no. You're not funny, George Lucas. No one likes you anymore. I do like you because, you know, you brought a Star Wars. But besides that, that's that's all you get. I said this on the show years ago, and I stand by it. I want to take the skinny end of a fishing rod and whack him on the back of the neck with it. I'm tired of him. I, I really am tired of George Lucas. He's probably sitting sitting in... In his mansion, just thinking, <laughs> the suckers, they didn't even see that I edited that before. 
and now it's there. Yeah. Literally. He probably just, Disney probably didn't even know about that change. He probably just went in, edited, titled it as that other film before he sold it off, (laughs) and then was like, take this, and the fans will be pissed at you forever. Yeah. Not, Not only will they be pissed at me, but forever now... They will be pissed at you. We've now got, what, four versions of this scene? Five versions yeah, of this scene? Yeah, four or five. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. I just, I don't know. I understand why, with the special edition, a lot of those changes were made. But the change of making Greedo shoot first instead of Han, and then subsequently they made them shoot at the same time, because... As Lucas puts it, you know, Han's not this evil dude who just goes around and kills people. Well, that makes the character interesting. That shows a redemption arc as he's going through the trilogy. Here's the thing as well. Han's Han's a well-known smuggler. He knows. He knows when something's going to go sideways. Yes. And we see that several times. So, yeah, he knows that Greedo's going to shoot him. So, yeah, he's going to shoot first. Well, and the thing is, he's a freaking criminal. Criminals don't have soft hearts. He's a hardened criminal. And that makes the whole redemption thing an actual thing. But by taking away who he is as a character in the very beginning, he's just some dude. Yeah. And it's really a shame. So I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that Disney does not do anything else with these movies. I I hope if anything, they just, they bring us the out of the vault for those. Yeah. Just give us the original. I feel like they will eventually, right? That or they're just going to sell them and, and make money. It makes you wonder though, does anybody even know what the original was anymore? It's kind of like when you lie to yourself for so long that you begin to believe it. Yeah. Is that what's happened with these movies? I don't know. I guess time will tell, but oh man. Well, <laughs> as as far as somewhat good news, Netflix is partnering with uh, Nickelodeon. They've got a multi-year deal. They're supposed to be producing original and animated films and series um for kids and families. Uh, some of those include Rocco's Modern Life, Static Cling, Invader Zim, and a new version of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that's cool. I loved Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. You know, it's funny watching that as an adult compared to watching it as a teenager, I think was I was when that was on. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that. That's not a kid's show. No, but it's it's also very progressive for its yes. time. I mean, it's it's very in line with with today. Yeah, so it'd be it, interesting to see what it has in this new version for the future going forward. Yep, I think it's awesome though. I loved Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy. I loved. <laughs> There's no reason why it should have been allowed on TV back in. Back in those days, you know? Yeah. It's it's one of those shows that was borderline um, 
I have an agenda, so don't allow me to be on your network. Exactly. Well, and it was, there were so many just adult jokes on it too. Yeah. That kids just didn't understand, which is <laughs> hilarious. Shows like Rugrats. I loved Rugrats. I think Rugrats to this day is still just comedy gold. Oh, yeah. I think it's a genius show. And so this is really good that Netflix has signed this deal with Nickelodeon, especially considering the fact that, you know, everybody is already saying, well, Disney's won the streaming war. Netflix is done. Netflix should just sell to Disney now. I like to see Netflix putting up a fight here. I think this will definitely help. I don't think it's ever going to be at the same caliber as Disney, just because it's Disney and they have all the exactly. money to throw behind it and they actually have the individuals to put behind it. I mean, it's it's not going to be <laughs> them hiring Adam Sandler to come in and <laughs> produce, you know, 20 films within <laughs> within a year and then just have them be kind of these these halved films that don't make any sense. Exactly. And they were literally just films that he could throw his buddies into. Yeah, it's kind of like well, we just wanted to hang out for the weekend, so yeah, <laughs> that that's kind of how I feel with some of Sandler's but stuff, and I love Sandler. I am super excited for this. I I think that's great that Netflix quickly found that Disney replacement, and it's going to keep a lot of subscribers on instead of subscribers just turning off their service. I think that was going to be a big issue, them just turning it off and then just having to roll with it. Uh, and try to find something else to keep on there. But I just I just see Netflix as such a low caliber now compared to Disney. And I've honestly been getting bored with Netflix. Like, I don't go onto it on a regular basis to watch something. You know, I, I'm kind of right there with you. I'm catching up right now on Black Lightning. And season two is on Netflix. So it's like, okay, I, I've been spending time on Netflix lately. But yeah, I've spent more time on Amazon Prime lately because of Jack Ryan. I've spent more time on Hulu because of, you know, Bob's Burgers and some other shows, Castle Rock. Uh, there's a couple other shows that I need to watch that are on Hulu. But I'm really, I mean, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, we just need to cancel Netflix. I think that's a little hasty. Because, you know, you still got Stranger Things. You've still got some other shows that you want to watch. But with Disney... Yeah, but I think I think those are, are shows that you just re-enable for that month. And then you just cancel, cancel your service the next month. Like True. They're, they're, they're not... If they did it in the, in the way that Disney's doing it, where it's episode by episode then I could see a need for keeping the subscription. And I was just going to say, if you were Netflix... just targeting a single show, then just <laughs> turn it on during that time and then turn it off and then wait for the next time that something drops and turn it back on again. Otherwise you're just wasting, you know, 13, $16 a month. However much they're charging for it. I bet you with Nickelodeon coming on, they're going to raise it another dollar or two. Yeah, they may. I get it free from T-Mobile, so I'm good there. But 
yeah, I I was going to say, I wonder how long until they start releasing their episodes one a week and, and kind of following that Hulu and Disney. I don't think they will ever follow that approach just because Netflix has built its brand off binge watching. And that's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. I think they would potentially lose more subscribers if they switched to that model. That would be interesting, though, if they did try that just to see what would happen. I'm curious now. I kind of want them to do it. Not with Stranger Things because, you know, I got to watch that in like two days. But yeah, but I'm curious to see what would happen if they did that. While we're talking about nostalgia here, we do have a tech. And when I say nostalgia, I'm talking about like Nickelodeon and whatnot. But we have a tech story. What was that? Nothing. Wrong button. My bad. (laughs) The Motorola Razor is back because apparently it's 2004. Now, Motorola has tried to bring the Razor brand back before. And if I recall correctly, it didn't go off very well. (laughs) but they are releasing a reinvented razor which for those of you who who may not remember was the impossibly thin flip phone that actually was the best-selling phone of all time until the iphone came along and so it's back they do have some new tricks up its sleeve though it's got a foldable oled screen an OLED screen that still looks like it was developed in 2004. Yes. And it's plastic. They got rid of the the T9 keypad. So, you know, the actual phone with the buttons are gone. Now you just have a foldable screen. But it is 6.2 inches once it's expanded. You know, it just looks like the same... <laughs> the same um type of screen that they that they utilized before where it's just this this kind of matte finish not even like a high gloss but uh-huh. definitely a matte that <laughs> it's just it's bad i don't know like even the lighting in this picture in the article you can just tell that it's just a terrible screen like they didn't do anything to make it look like a good phone. But it's foldable. Yeah, and that's the only reason why it's worth $1,500, apparently. Yeah, which is what they're charging for. $1,500. I'm still surprised that it actually has 128 gigs of, of storage on there. That is impressive. That is impressive. But it's got Android 9. Android 10 is out. Why are they putting Android 9 on this? Probably because it's not compatible. Probably. (laughs) And then they've got the Qualcomm Snapdragon 710 for the processor. That is a very mid-range processor. This is not a flagship processor. And then the battery is only uh, 2510 milliamps. That's little. I just, I don't know. That's that's not even going to last you most of the day. Yeah, you're going to have to carry a charger in your pocket. This is insane to me that they're charging $1,500 and it's got to be 100% because of that foldable screen. Oh yeah. There's no other reason for it. 
Otherwise, I would I would maybe market this phone compared to some of the others, maybe around the six hundred dollar mark. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And realistically, it should be one of the free phones that <laughs> these providers give out, which is what the Razer ended up turning into eventually. Yeah, you get this phone when you sign up for Cricket. Is what you what you do. Uh huh. But I look at this. And I remember I had a coworker who had the original Razer back in 04. And I was thinking, oh, that's a sweet phone. And they handed it to me. It felt cheap. I was not, I was never a fan of the original Razer. That was my first cell phone. Was it? Yep. How did, uh, how I got did it, it hold got up? it back in high school. I loved it. You know, it's, I mean, for the time it was great. And then I think, uh, I think it was the LG Titan. That came out, or no, maybe it was the Mesmerize. Um, it's one of the ones that had the uh, the uh, keyboard that uh, would would pop out. Okay, kind of like the Sidekick. Yeah, was that was was it the Sidekick that had that? Yeah, the Sidekick had it. Um, and I think it was the LG Memorize. Oh no, Samsung Memorize. Okay. LG, I think, was was the Titan that I had as well. Okay. But then I switched over to, you know, good old BlackBerry. Oh, yeah. Good times. I was a lover of that for a while. Good times right there. And And then... Then they never updated. Stolen droids, guys. Ah, dang it. Now you have me talking about... Just... No. I don't want to talk... About Blackberry. Let's okay? talk about Blackberry. I told you I don't want to talk about Blackberry. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about this phone some more then. <laughs> it's going to be a Verizon exclusive. You can pre-order it on December 26th. If you want to wait, though, you can pick it up in stores and online when it launches on January 9th. So there is that to look forward to. And I think, you know, that's not really anything to look forward to. But people are excited because people loved the original Razer. I'm very interested to see what kind of fools pay $1,500 for this. Because this is like twice the price of the new iPhone X. Or iPhone 11, excuse me. Why? <laughs> I, why? Why? If you really want a folding screen that badly, get a Samsung Fold maybe. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. That's That's ridiculous to me anyways. But whatever, to each their own. I'm curious to see how this does and if it turns out to be a complete piece of crap or not. I also wonder how that screen is going to hold up over time because that's Samsung's issue. Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely not going to last for long. Yeah. It, people are going to be sending in their warranty replacements after six months and pissed off that they spent $1,500 on a phone that's a piece of crap. I mean, it's probably a bomb, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think just Samsung makes the bombs. Oh, okay. I think just Samsung makes them. I don't think Motorola is in the bomb-making business at this point. I mean, you called it Samsung, so. Well, I was talking about the Samsung Fold. Okay, so. that's fair. Okay, so that's our show. I'll let you have it. We We do have some news, though, that we want to talk about. We're done with the headlines, but... Stolen Droids podcast is going to go on hiatus. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's a short hiatus. It is a short hiatus. through the holidays. 
We'll be back in your pod feeds in no time. Yeah, we you know, every every year around the holidays, it's just so hard to do a show because all the news dries up. So we decided we've got some big changes that we're working on with Stolen Droids. We're going to take off the rest of the year and we're going to work on those changes behind the scenes. Keep hitting the website, though, for articles and for news. You know, we're still going to be on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, Stolen Droids. You can come hit us up there. If you just need a fix, you know, we've got old episodes you can listen to or just listen to this one over and over and over. Almost 400 episodes even. Yeah, we are almost at episode 400. So we are we are working on some stuff surrounding episode 400. It's going to be big. So we're going to take some time off, enjoy the holidays with our families, kind of take a break. I'm probably going to be recovering from a shoulder surgery, which... You know, as fun as it would be to have me high as balls on the show, I don't think that's a good idea. Eh, Maybe we'll do a mini episode. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. And if something really big pops, you know, we may hop on and and do something. But right now, just know we're going to take the next few weeks off. We'll be back after the beginning of the year, though. We'll miss you. We will miss you very, very much. If you'll miss us too, you know, that's good. We hope that you miss us, but we are coming back. This is not a this is not a thing like we did a year ago, year and a half ago, where we say we're done. And then surprise, a year later, I come back with everything. Now, this is just, you know, six week hiatus, five week, whatever it is. I don't even know how many weeks we have left in the in the year. But <laughs> but we'll be back at the beginning of the year in January. So mark your calendars. Stolen Droids is not going anywhere. There's no like big management changes. There's nothing like that going on. We, we're just going to take some time through the holidays, spend it with our families. You guys spend time with your families during the holidays. And Might we're going to be George Lucas. Yes. And we're going to be working on some stuff here on the back end as well, trying to trying to bring you an even better Stolen Droids podcast. We are working on possibly some some side projects as well, which will be you know Stolen Droids. But there's there you may we may come back with a few new shows or something. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I'm not going to say for sure, but there might be something. But in the meanwhile, just uh you know. Follow us on the social meds. Thank you guys so much for, for supporting us and, uh, and being around and listening to us after all these years. And even though we're a bunch of idiots with microphones. Yes. That, that should be like our, our, our subtitle or whatever <laughs> for the show. But yeah, thank you all for your support. You know, we love you guys. We, we think you're awesome. And we'll see you after the beginning of the year. And until then, happy holidays and be good to each other. Hasta luego. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.